What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the first official episode of the Nerd Talk Podcast. It's your host, Abe, and today I am flying solo, but don't worry, we're going to have some guests on the show very soon. My uh, first guest, who was going to originally be here doing with the Marvel Madness episode with me, uh, had to reschedule. Um, hopefully, they're going to be on the Nerd Talk Awards as our second guest. Uh, however, we do have a guest for the next episode locked down, and I'm super excited about that. And, of course, that Marvel Madness episode will be rescheduled to earlier, like, January. Uh, but, don't worry, we got a ton of stuff to go over today, and I'm so excited to get into it. From a review of the new Halo Infinite, down to TV shows and spider-man we got a ton to go over but first i wanted to do some house cleaning and to tell you guys about our patreon page and uh, you know some of the other social stuff you can actually get a link tree down in the description of pretty much everywhere you can listen to the podcast so go down there check that out you'll be able to find our patreon and on our patreon you'll get special bonus episodes of the Nerd Talk podcast, and it's on the $1 a month tier, so it's super cheap. If you want to help support us, you want a little extra, something special, go check out our Patreon. You'll be able to find out what exactly you can get over there. All right, guys, let's get into the episode. So just this week, we were finally able to get our hands on the Halo Infinite campaign, and man, was it a treat. Starting down with the story, Let's talk about the story a little bit. Um, we won't go into too many spoilery details, but uh, let's just say a few words about uh, you know how I felt about the story in general. Um, let's just basically start off by saying that this is a really great Halo campaign. I mean, absolutely fantastic. My negatives are very, very small and have to do with missing stuff, <laughs> basically. Um, so the story, again, I feel like it was very, very well done. It was very emotionally resonant and had a lot of like clever subversion and, um, just, there were so many open spots to kind of continue and expand forward with the story, uh, which makes me wonder what is coming next with that story. Um, they did a lot of really good work character-wise, I think. My favorite stuff in the entire game were just the cutscenes between uh, Fernando... I think that's his name. I'm pretty sure that's his name. That's the... the uh, uh, Space Marine. Well, it's not really a Space Marine. Um, but uh, the pilot. We'll just call him the pilot. Uh, the pilot uh, and chief... There was some just absolutely fantastic writing with Chief in this game. Everybody knows that. Um, it's just, they did a really good job um, of putting together a story that not only continues from where they had started things in Halo 5 and Halo 4, but also makes up for the things that people didn't like about those campaigns about those stories about those games in general and man they really did a great job really nailing all of the performances 
all of the dialogue. I think they did just a fantastic job with the story overall. And of course, we got to talk about the gameplay. The gameplay. Holy crap. Man, th- everybody since they released like the the initial uh, like test flights is what they called them is basically like betas immediately noted that the gameplay just felt smooth, polished, just really it's hard to describe it with <laughs> with words, but it just feels really good. And that's extremely important, obviously, for every Halo game. Um, and we've been complaining about that for a while uh, because Halo 5, even though it was really a lot of work went into that game, there were still plenty of problems with how the game just overall felt. But here in Infinite, the gameplay feels better than ever. And that's really important because it carries through the campaign and of course the multiplayer um speaking of (laughs) multiplayer some of my only negatives my only major criticisms are are the fact that this doesn't have a co-op campaign at launch it just seems for how long they've been working on this game yes it is very well polished they barely have to do any work there's like some bugs here and there other than that but it's it seems like really you you couldn't have launched with co-op campaign like you really you really couldn't that's the one feature you couldn't do and it's funny because the exact same missing stuff from halo 5 is the same exact stuff that we're now missing from halo infinite it didn't launch with the co-op campaign it didn't launch with forge it didn't launch with, you know, certain social game modes. And those are all the things that are currently missing from Halo Infinite. And as soon as those get in there, by God, this is pretty much one of the best Halo games in the series since since the original trilogy. Yeah, so, yeah, those are my only negatives. Very surprisingly, those are my only negatives. Um, I did run into an unbelievable game-breaking bug with an audio situation some just strange audio issue happened and i had to basically restart the game and restart my console like 10 times to eventually fix it a whole day later um (laughs) other than strange bugs like that i haven't had any other severe issues with the game and coming down to my final score for the game i'm giving it a whopping 9.5 out of 10 uh, the .5 deduction is, again, really because of the no co-op and some of the missing multiplayer content. So, yeah, that's it. 9.5. <sighs> wow. It was, it was just overall, it was such a nostalgic experience. As someone who's been a Halo fan for more than half of my life, <clears throat> it's really incredible to have played this game and it been good. Like, it felt just amazing to have a new halo and it be good and i think a lot of people echo that sentiment last thing to mention before we move off of halo they just showed off the new halo tv series coming to paramount plus next year in a trailer and i have to say i think it looks promising 
I still don't know what the story of that show is. Uh, I don't know if it's just uh, retelling the story of the games or telling some kind of new story. Um, but we do know that as Steven Spielberg, you know, after 10 years of develop development hell, Steven Spielberg is still actually attached to this. Crazy enough. Um, so yeah, that's just really exciting. I'm, I'm very excited to see how it pans out. And to honestly just see if it's as good as I'm really hoping it is. So yeah, there we go, guys. That's Halo Infinite. Let's move on to some TV shows. I'm super excited about this next one. To kick off the TV section, let's talk about Cobra Kai. Season 4. If you guys have not been watching Cobra Kai, please go to Netflix right now and watch Cobra Kai. If you are a fan of the Karate Kid movies, any of the Karate Kid movies, you will love this show. I guarantee it. My God, this is really one of the most enjoyable shows on television. I, I think everybody, when they started watching this, it, was, it sounded, oh, okay, sure, that's like a goofy idea. They're continuing Karate Kid, you know, with the, with the, the two main characters of the first one, just all grown up. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's so much more than that when you start watching it, and it really stuns you how damn good this show is. They do a lot of really great work with moral ambiguity. Uh, making you feel like certain hero characters are villains and certain villain characters are sort of heroes. And they do a really good job of just showing the reality of just a life in general. Like, it's not everything is super black and white. And they do an incredible job of that in the storytelling of this series. And damn, uh, after that latest trailer that they just released this week... Man, I'm excited. We have Terry Silver coming back. Johnny and Daniel <laughs> teaming up. Oh my goodness. And of course, we're going with another tournament arc. It's happening. It's finally happening. We're getting another tournament. <sighs> Man, it is going to be just insanely fun. Uh, yeah, I love this show. I cannot wait for season four. We actually got two seasons in one year. We got, uh, of course, started the year off with season three. That was just an insane season, and of course we're ending. We're literally ending it. It's still. It's on New Year's Eve, so that's the thirty-first. So they're doing it technically this year, <laughs> but um, of course, unless you like really hardcore. Actually, well, if you're like me, you'll hardcore binge it uh, and finish it. You know, before the year's done. Um, but some of you won't, or some might, some of you may not have full time to. So you might actually, it might, might bleed into next year, but, you know, it depends on uh, your binging habits, I guess. But yeah, to sum it up, season four is going to be just an absolute treat. I can't wait. And uh, maybe we'll talk about some more Cobra Kai on the show in the future. Anyway, guys, let's move on to something else that also starts in just a few weeks towards the end of the year. Star Wars, the book of Boba Fett. My goodness, this show, this show looks so fun. I, I am so excited, especially after the success of Mando. Oh, man, 
in that series, we were able to get the return of Boba Fett. And then the final tease is that we're getting a spinoff with Boba Fett. And we get to literally continue this story. And it is so, so hype. (laughs) Jabba's Empire, the Underworld... This is going to be absolutely bonkers. I'm super, super excited to see what they're able to do. Uh, The the Star Wars stuff on Disney Plus, I'm so beyond surprised at just how good it's been. Like, Mando has been really, really, really good. Um, I have enjoyed it so much. And after, (laughs) well, let's just say a rocky set of sequel films we needed we really needed something like Mandalorian to pull us all back together and it did its job it really did its job and thank god it did because ooh, I don't know where the Star Wars community was heading after those movies I really don't um, but Mandalorian I mean, it's really brought a lot of us together it's made a lot of us happy a lot of us excited about Star Wars again and I really think Book of Boba Fett is just going to continue that. And it's just the beginning because there's there's more coming. Like we have the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. That is the one I'm like the most excited for right now. I'm also really excited for Ahsoka. Mandalorian season three. Let's I, I, I am beyond curious on where they're going to take that show. There's so much awesome stuff with Star Wars coming in the future and just you know we gotta we gotta we gotta give shouts out shout outs to of course Dave Filoni and John Favreau because man they have done an absolutely fantastic job building a new Star Wars universe on Disney Plus okay I'd be reminiscent if I didn't just include a quick shout out to this trailer. It just dropped literally a couple days ago before, you know, uh, recording. I was about to say filming. I'm so used to filming videos that I almost said filming. Uh, Recording. (laughs) Recording this episode. And I just had to shout it out because it looks really cool. Quantic Dream is making a new game. uh, New Star Wars game called eclipse it looks the cinematic trailer good lord that looks awesome it looks fantastic i can't wait to see what the whole thing is about like what kind of gameplay what kind of story we know it's set in the high republic era but that's all we know right now while we're on the topic of disney plus shows let's dive into some marvel stuff I know there's still going to be a Marvel Madness episode, but I wanted to give you guys a little bit of Marvel stuff, plus there's so much happening right now in Marvel. So we had to dive into this. Let's talk about Hawkeye, guys. Let's talk about the new Hawkeye series on Disney+. Plus. It's running. We're only four episodes in currently. We have two more left. Let's talk about what are my like, current thoughts. I actually love this show. I, I was I was pleasantly surprised to love this show uh, because, again, you know, I think everybody feels the same way. Hawkeye is just the character that it was cool that he was there, but nobody really 
cared. Like, nobody cared. <laughs> we barely, barely cared. Um, I think Endgame made me feel the most sympathy for that character and care the most about that character. And now they're taking that emotional, like, journey and developing it so much further with a ton of new relationships between him and Kate Bishop, um, him and his family. We really get to see him and his family, the whole dynamic grow and how emotional things can be being the superhero that he is. And again, we're diving into that Ronin stuff, and it's so good. It has been unbelievably good. It's been such a fun show. Like, genuinely fun. <laughs> I didn't expect any of what this uh, this show was giving us. I have to say, Kate Bishop is awesome. Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. What a great casting. Like, I genuinely think this character is going to be just important in the future. I think she's great. That, that's, that's all I really can say getting into some predictions for the last couple of episodes well I mean the first one come on everybody's thinking it I mean literally everybody's thinking it Kingpin let's go show us Kingpin let's get some Kingpin in this show uh, If uh, there, there's supposed to be an internet breaking uh, moment in the next episode According to the people who made the show, we've, we've, we've been led astray before. However, it is so damn obvious that Kingpin is coming in next episode. It has to, it has to happen, right? It's got to happen, guys. I also really think that uh, Black Widow, Yelena, is going to really spice the show up uh, th within the next couple episodes. I think it's going to continue to get more emotional. I think there's going to be a lot of tension, a lot of intensity, and I'm really excited that she's in the show right now because I think it's going to just it's going to elevate these last two episodes and it's just the show just keeps getting better and better in my opinion. And I really think she was the perfect it's perfect that she's here to be a part of this story. Um some quick theories. Uh, West Coast Avengers, Young Avengers, Thunderbolts. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It, I'm, I'm beyond curious on where things could go, uh, with this show. I mean, with the MCU in general. I mean, really. Um, but there's so much going on. I definitely think the Young Avengers is something that they're setting up, probably for the Disney Plus. It really seems like, I mean, obviously we've been introduced to characters already who are a part of this, but, you know, I think with Kate, I think she could be, she could potentially even be a leader, maybe. Um, I don't know. Where could we, where could we go with this show, with these characters? There are so many options. I don't know. We're going to have to, we're going to have to get a guest on the show. Or we're going to have to talk about this some more. Because there's a lot of things we could talk about when it comes to the MCU theories. The Marvel Madness episode, I am so excited to do because there's so much to talk about. But 
right now we're going to switch things off of Hawkeye because there's one other really important character to talk about. I am, of course, referring to Daredevil. Yes, Daredevil. If you guys missed the news this week, it was the biggest news of the week. <sighs> Kevin Feige confirms that Charlie Cox is officially coming back. And the whole internet erupted into applause. Everybody is so excited that Charlie is back. I can't see I can't wait to see what we get with him in the MCU. The fact that he is coming back to the MCU also makes our last our last, you know, prediction of Kingpin coming to Hawkeye even stronger. <laughs> and man, look, look, let's talk about the show, okay? Let's talk about the Daredevil show. Why what, what, why do we care? Why do we care, right? Right? Like, what's the reason? Well, god damn it, that show was awesome. The season one origin arc, almost flawless. Like, I, I would love to argue that that was almost flawless. The writing in this show was just fantastic. I have watched multiple video essays about this series. Because it really genuinely is one of the, if not still the best, Marvel or superhero-centric television show ever. Period. Ever. So well done. Look, season three, that finale episode, that is one of the greatest, just one of the greatest episodes ever. My God, I was so beyond upset when it was canceled. I like I di I didn't even care what was going on. I was just pissed that they canceled it. <laughs> like now we understand what was going on. We know that the, you know Disney Plus was being created and uh, Marvel wanted their stuff back and Netflix really wasn't were you know willing to keep paying for stuff and th not all the shows were doing super successful like Daredevil was. We get it. There was a lot going on, but I was so beyond upset because this show has meant so much to me as a person and as a creative. And damn, it was just heartbreaking. But now we are getting Charlie back. Daredevil has come home to the MCU and we finally get to see his introduction into the MCU some point in the near future. What, what, what could we see him in? A new show? Maybe? A new movie? Possibly? Maybe a new Defenders project? Could they revive Defenders? Do something new with it? Other team-ups? Like, we've already been speculating he's probably going to be in Echo, right? Because Echo's a Daredevil character. We, we've, we've already speculated that, you know, he might be in No Way Home. It's, it's, it's possible. Um, it's a lot of people like are a hundred percent set on the fact that he's cameoing in that <laughs> in that in that movie. Like, you guys are crazy about it. Um, I would absolutely love to see that. Um, don't know if it's going to happen, but it could. Um, you know, uh, She-Hulk, lawyers, come on, we could we could have some we could have some fun there. Um, I, I honestly, I just really hope. That he either gets a new show or a movie or something soon. Like, soon, soon. 
because I miss Daredevil so damn much. Look, we were just talking about Spider-Man. It is time to dive in hard because it's the last chance we get to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. This is our last chance right now, guys, because literally Monday is uh, this coming Monday after where I'm film when I'm uh, recording this, which is on a Saturday. Um, literally is the premiere night. It's premiere night. It's red carpet premiere premiere night, and three or four days later, it's out for everybody. <laughs> and I'm I'm so beyond excited. My best friend's home for the holidays, and we're going to be going to see No Way Home as soon as he's back, which, man, I cannot wait. They're, they're, we just, I think we're all unbelievably excited for Spider-Man right now, obviously. I mean, did you guys hear about the, 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 the ticket situation, the advanced ticket situation? Jeez, I mean, there are still people trying to scalp those damn tickets. It's insane for like $20,000 for opening night tickets. It's absolutely crazy. Man, it's, yeah, it's huge. This is a huge moment, especially for everything that's been going on in the world. We're finally coming back together for a huge event. And, man, <laughs> I think I speak for everyone when I say this movie is going to be huge. Okay, before I get too carried away talking about how excited I am, let's do a little bit of recap here. Let's go back to, what, like, what, 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 why is this movie so huge, right? You guys got to be asking that question. I know a lot of a lot of my uh, friends who aren't as hardcore of a nerd as I am, or you know, is is super deep into everything happening constantly, or just wanting to see the movie because it looks amazing. It looks really fun from the trailers, and they're really excited. Let's talk about why this film even exists. Like, what the hell's? Why are there the villains from other movies in here? Uh, you know, what's happening? What is this whole multiverse shenanigans stuff? There's so much to break down, but it all starts with the success of Sony's animated Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. If you guys haven't seen that, I don't I don't understand what you're doing. I don't know what what what's going on in your life, but please stop and go watch that movie because it's so damn good. So of course when that movie came out, it was ridiculously successful. And of course, Sony wants to capitalize on that success, right? It became pretty obvious pretty quickly that uh, you know, the multiverse, the Spider-Verse really works. It was a great selling point. I mean, in the comics, it has been for years, right? Uh, I think maybe it wasn't it. I think it might have been Shattered Dimensions, the video game that really kind of introduced the Spider-Verse. And I, I think that might have been first. I could be wrong. It could be the comics first. But the point is, is they really wanted to they took this successful thing and then they had success with it. And now they were like, let's do it in live action. Uh, so obviously they pushed that uh, as the, the big idea for the next movie. And of course, it's going to be huge. Because what are they going to do? Their multiverse is from previous iterations of live action Spider-Man. Huge. It's a huge culmination of other movies. <laughs> Which is obviously a genius idea. So 
now now they start working on it and we start getting like these little casting rumors and it's really funny uh you can go back onto my channel right and you can see this video it's <laughs> i was so happy when they announced this movie would be called no way home because that's the name that i pitched during my review of far from home and i actually have video evidence of doing it which is really cool <laughs> Uh, but a part of my pitch there was that they would be doing like a Sinister Six-esque thing in this movie. And, um, of course, they, they are. They're just doing it in a way that I never expected, which was huge. Um, so, yeah, so basically they're like, hey, let's, 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 you know, let's go grab some you know, classic villains. And, and uh, obviously, that's, that's kind of how this all started. And then we started getting rumors of Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx being casted. And we were like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. They've played villains in the past. That's when, that's when all we all knew. Um, most people still probably didn't fully realize what was going on until that trailer. That first trailer, which was just obviously massive. And... Uh, so we, we kind of, you know, internet detectives and the hardcore nerds that would keep up with that stuff, we, we knew what they were doing. We had, you know, we had plenty of little <laughs> slip-ups here and there uh, that we got to hear about, um, which has been, like, this entire movie as a marketing campaign has just been, like, two trailers and, uh, you know, just tons and tons of rumors Tons, a ridiculous amount. It's stupid, <laughs> uh, but it's helped it. It's really helped it. Um, and obviously now we're now we now we know now we know it's actually happening. The multiverse thing is happening. All these villains from previous movies are coming back, and that's why it's such a big deal because people absolutely love those Tobey Maguire movies. Um, there are some people like myself who really like the Tasm movies as well. Um, specifically the first one, the second one. We could get into a whole podcast about that uh, in itself, but uh, <laughs> uh, we won't. We won't. We won't. We'll just leave it alone. Um, but, you know, th those two previous Spider-Men and their villains and all of the iconic stuff that has happened in, the, in those movies is all being somehow carried on through the MCU in Tom Holland's new movie and that's huge that's absolutely huge that's why <laughs> this whole thing has been so hyped for as long as it has been um but yeah so look i i have this section written down i'm supposed to do final predictions here i don't know i just don't know and i've been purposely avoid i've only watched the two trailers that's it that's all i've watched i heard that th i know that there's like the main villains but past that i i've been trying my best to avoid things i know there's a couple of like leaked plot points that i accidentally have heard before i don't know if anything is if that's going to happen you know uh there is a possibility we could see matt murdoch uh obviously venom venom has to be in there somewhere right because of the you know post-credit scene of you know let there be carnage sorry for spoilers um but i mean obviously he has to be in there somewhere but what else could could possibly even happen? <laughs> like, uh, the possibilities are endless. I would love to see, just completely out of nowhere, a surprise of multiple other new Spider-Man characters popping up. 
is their like first introductory, just like quick introductory super mini cameos, just to tease the future. Because obviously we just we just got confirmation that there's going to be three more, uh, you know, Tom Holland MCU, uh, you know, Spider-Man movies. Well, that that's the way they made it seem anyway. Well, well I'm praying that that's the the, <laughs> the right thing. <laughs> uh, nobody's corrected us yet, um, which is a good thing. So. Again, what could we could we potentially see other Spider Men? Could we see uh, Spider Woman? Could we see Spider Gwen? Uh, you know, uh, uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, Spider Man War. Uh, you know, um, what other possibilities could we see? You know, I don't really know. Could we see none of it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very strong opportunity of strong. It's not any of that happening. <laughs> But it would still be incredible. Um, so yeah, I, like I really don't know. I don't know what my final predictions really are. I just, I just know that I'm really excited to go see this damn movie because it, it like, it, look, it's like nearly 20 years of live action, uh, you know, Spider-Man stuff, all culminating into one film. That's huge. That's huge. Obviously, it's Endgame huge, right? I mean, that's the same thing that was happening with Endgame. It was, you know, so many movies up until that Avengers movie. It's it's just insane. I'm so excited. We're going to be doing a... Obviously, in our next episode, in fact, we're going to have our review of Spider-Man No Way Home. We'll be joined by Mr. Klen, the returning uh, special guest. Um, he's coming back, uh, like I said, for a couple of weeks over the holidays, and we're going to be doing a couple episodes with him. So he's coming with us to guest next week. So we're going to have guests for real, <laughs> not just blowing smoke. Um, so yeah, that's going to be really exciting. All right, guys, that look, look, that's our episode today. Just, uh, there's so much out there, especially this month to be excited about. We got our holiday special coming up, and in that we'll be reviewing Spider-Man No Way Home and, of course, Matrix 4 as well. That's another huge franchise I've been a massive fan of for as long as I can remember at this point. Um, and yeah, so there's just so many cool things happening. Uh, so we're going to keep you updated, guys. We're going to keep you updated. We're going to be talking about this stuff in the podcast. And, of course, please, guys, stick around at the end of the year. Our last week of the year, we're going to have the Nerd Talk Awards. It's going to be huge. We're going to have multiple guests. We're going to be breaking down lists of movies, games, and series, plus bonus categories for those Patreon people. So go over there, check out our Patreon if you want to help support us and you want to see some more new stuff, including bonus episodes. Uh, like, there's a bonus episode for this episode. Go check it out, guys. I urge you to go do it. Again, link tree in the description of wherever you're listening to this. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. I've had a blast doing this first episode. And we're going to be back for more Nerd Talk.